That's a quarter to nine on SENZ, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Sorry, I, I, th- I thought I'd crash something then, kids. I thought I'd come in too early. Uh, but it is time for questions. And are you going to take over questions duty today, mate? Oh, you know what, Rick? You're usually the one uh, asking the questions to the boys. But, mm-hmm. you know, with Kempi uh, being stuck in the airport and Sammy's still probably getting searched, so I thought, <laughs> you know what, I'd, I'd return the favour and give you guys the questions. So Sweet. We'll, uh, we'll kick it off with where. Where does your head sit this weekend? Wales Wallabies... And Ireland versus the box. We'll start with you, Dagger. My head sits with Wales. Um, I, I haven't seen anything, any glimpse, or anything that's given me any confidence from the Wales uh, Wallabies' point of view. So I think Wales will be t- too good and they'll comfortably win that game and comfortably top that group. So there you go. Wales, Ireland, box. I'm going with the spring box. Um, I picked them at the start of the World Cup to actually win it. And which is hard for me to say, but yeah, I think uh, the box will be too good for Ireland. Ireland will be competitive, but I think they'll win in the end. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with Dagger. Eh? I think I think uh, the Wallabies are in disarray at the moment. They mm. don't really know what's going on. Eddie can't even pick a captain. No. Um, so I think Wales get that done, and then yeah, it's just hard to see, hard to go past South Africa, mate. You know, and the, the scary thing is, mm. South Africa win that game, they top the group, which means the All Blacks will play them in quarterfinals. And that could well be the end of our World Cup. Fad nightmares, don't worry. Yeah, I bet you have. There you go. Potential uh, one and two there in Kempi's kicker. Boys, uh, if someone texts that through, double eight, double three. Still looking for the boys' options. Yeah. Uh, We'll move on to when. And uh, this one for you, Izzy, I'll start off with your when question. Mm. When did you know that you'd make it in rugby? Uh, I didn't know, really, until I probably started. I made. uh, I, I knew exactly... No, like even when I made Hawks Bay at school, you know, I was in my seventh form and I made the Magpies in their first year back in the top division and I still didn't think I'd, I had, like I spoke about on my mental health thing, I never really had confidence in myself and that I'd be good. It wasn't until really you get named in that All Blacks team that I thought, okay, maybe I do have something here, a bit of potential and a, a talent that will potentially take you through. So I was a, I was a late believer. Um you don't really know until you get out there and put that jersey on and you start doing it. So, yeah. I, I, I Yeah. <laughs> just it just every time it came, it just, we were like, oh, well, this is good, but it's not going to last. Is that kind of Yeah, like I just keep second guessing myself, you know, like, why me? And, you know, you never really think you're good enough. You watch these players on the TV and you're like, man, I can't beat them. You know, how do I step them and run fast and do what they're doing? So, that was kind of my like, mentality throughout my whole life. And uh, even when I was playing the All Blacks, you know, you always had these doubts creeping in. Um, but yeah, look, I'll look back on it and reflect, and it was a good time. And for you, Rick, when did you know that you'd make it as a broadcaster? Oh, oh broadcaster. I was going to say, yeah, I, knew, I always Fits knew. Fitz, you How'd you know <laughs> when you, when you played rugby for Tat? Yeah, I always knew that I was never going to make it as a rugby player. Uh, it's hard, mate. It's hard one to call like that. I probably. It was something that I did when I was uh, when I first came back because I worked in Tauranga for a while and then came back to Auckland, and they ended up plugging me in at um, another radio station uh, into into a show, and I got the, I got the call up, and they said uh, such and such has fallen over. I can't remember who it was has fallen over. Can you come in and interview Ozzy Osbourne? Wow! In an hour, and I had to turn around and do that, and then had this amazing conversation with Ozzy Osbourne, and it was just like. That was, I don't know if it's the moment I kind of wow. thought I'd made it as a broadcaster, but I was just like, 
what this have I just cool. done? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was probably that. Awesome, Rick, man. an all-time great, Ricardo Ball. Uh, if, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, Izzy is going to play golf after this, and uh, his mode of transport is, of course, a chopper. That's not the question. <laughs> just thought I'd uh, put that out there for everyone again. So, Izzy, what are you going to hit today on the course? Uh, I'm going to go 76. 76. Oh, okay. Are uh, you a chopper? Does it have spoky dokies in a flag? <laughs> He's sick of the chopper questions. It's not mine. Answer, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it is. Okay, all right. It's got a ride for me. Okay, <laughs> we'll find out and see. And Rick, uh, what are you going to hit on the boxing bag today? Oh yeah, pads, pads. I'm training, I'm training with uh, Chad Milnes, who uh, went to Glasgow for part of the New Zealand team in 2014, and so going to go do a pad session at the box office in Greyland with him today. So, uh, what will I hit? I'll, I'll hit a lot of pads, um, and then I'll probably hit the floor because I'll be breathing <laughs> out my backside. <laughs> <laughs> the classic ones. All right. Uh, and in honour of uh, Limp Biscuit returning to New Zealand, <laughs> who is your favourite music artist of all time? Tough one, boys, but I just, I'm just i looking for one answer here. Yeah, Rick Dog. Metallica. Mm, yeah, nice. I think, uh, you know, the, I, there are about three or four I could choose, but I think probably uh, the length of time I've been a fan, they're the band I've seen the most, I've seen them 10 times live. So I'd have to say Metallica. Yeah, I love my drum and bass. I love Metallica. I grew up listening to Metallica, but drum and bass, I can't go past Shapeshifter. Uh, New Zealand, great band, been around for a long time. Um, P Diggs and Sam Barillat, just absolute good blokes. And uh, always, you know, like I said, when you have a feel-good moment, yep. got a lot of their songs and bangers that I just get into that feeling good. So nice. Shapeshifter for me. Nice, Shapeshifter, I think. Dagger, was that one of our first show songs? It was. It was one of our first openers for, yeah. for 2021, all the way back then. Well, okay, I remember that other guy's name. What was his name that used to be in here? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that, he, Stokes. Uh, Barry? Stokes, that guy. That guy, Stokes. Barry? Stokes, the Barry horse McCullum? Yeah. <laughs> Something <laughs> Barry, like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, boys, to round it out, uh, a little bit of a deep one, but we've had a, a number of messages uh, uh, directed at you, Izzy, and, and how you've helped inspire and and um, really encourage uh, not only us in here in the booth, but all of you uh, listening out there. So uh, in, in honour of Mental Health Week, how do you look after you? Um, I never used to. You know, like uh, I used to talk a lot of it, but never really walked about, uh, walked anything. So the last four weeks, I do a lot for myself to to work on myself. Um, you know, I'm going out there and, and talking to people, which has been really cool for me and, and that's something I've never done. I've carried a lot of it in, inside. So I get out and, and speak to people and training. Um, I've been training pretty hard with at your gym that you're going to, Ricardo, and it's been so good. And... You know, the thing is I put on a lot of weight after I finished playing and when you're carrying a lot of baggage, you, you're just in a downward spiral. So I'm, a, I'm pretty adamant to to drop a few and get into some good nick and start feeling good about myself. And then um, I'm also reading books. So I read a book uh, the other day. It's called Peaks and Valley. It's only a small book and I've got a couple of quotes I'll quickly read off, Rick. A personal peak is a triumph over fear. My valley is fear. This is called Peaks and Valleys. You create a peak when you truly follow your sensible vision. Your fear fades and you become more peaceful and successful. So I've been doing a lot of reading, which has really helped me. There you go. There you um, go. Yeah. Izzy, tēnā to queer for uh, sharing this week, brother. It's been really inspiring. Totally. And, uh, yeah, that, that rounds out questions for me, boys. There you go. Rick Five Rick from Rick the He's got a couple. Uh, well, to be honest, actually, it's pretty much the same as you. Yeah, uh, training. And I, I, when I get home from here, I try and give myself an hour just to read a book. And it could be, I, I read a lot of sci-fi, a lot of fantasy, a bit of horror, just anything that takes my head out of the day. 
and just gives me a break and gives my head a rest, you know? So that's me. Well, we better go to a break because Smithy's going to come teeing off on us. Hey, Smithy, coming up.